Welcome to the podcast. We've made it to a whopping two episodes. Yay! To be honest, I didn't even think we'd make make it this far. Um, I had thoughts and chances are by the time you hear this episode, you would have probably just finished episode one because I am probably going to publish them right around the same time. Um, yeah, but I was between minds about if I really want to do this, doing that anxiety spiraling thing. Those of you out there who suffer from anxiety will know what I'm talking about. As I mentioned in the last podcast, this is not scripted. This is me being vulnerable on this podcast by sharing my current experiences and experiences in the past and how the gospel has helped me to keep sane through it all pretty much um you know there are still moments that I had to of course put my head between my knees and (laughs) breathe deeply um but you know it's life I'm just glad that you're here and if you're new which of course you will be because this is just being published with episode one. This podcast is not going to be, it's not going to be um, like your typical come follow me podcast. We're not going through scripture study. Um, We have a lot of those already out there and, you know, there are lots of them out there that are really great, but that's not what this podcast is meant to be. To be honest, I'm not really sure where it's going to end up. It's just... Something I felt strongly about doing, and if you're a member of the church, you'll know about personal revelations and promptings from the Holy Ghost, and do not delay a prompting. But of course, I, of course I delayed this, of course, why wouldn't I? Um, You know, of course, I've I've felt this way since um, probably sometime in 2020 or maybe 2021 but hi sandy sandy is my imposter syndrome and you know she was telling me all the reasons i shouldn't do this podcast hey sandy i'm doing it anyways i allowed all of those feelings of inadequacy to creep in and tell me you know all the reasons i shouldn't do it and i let them sit with me And that's actually probably why this is not a YouTube channel, because at the very least, I can hide behind my microphone and probably still get hate comments. But at least now I'm behind a microphone. You're just hearing my voice (laughs) and you're not seeing me actually fidget and probably do some insane things. Um, I might just edit that comment out. Anyways, let's see how this goes. So, um, this past week was pretty interesting, sort of. I attended a a strategy retreat. Um, It was really for leaders. Currently, I do not lead a team, but I was invited, which, you know, that says something. So I appreciate that. Um, I'm not going to talk about the retreat itself. I'm talking about the build-up and, well, I guess probably at the retreat too. So, the build-up. Oh my goodness. Why? Why is it that 
I allow myself to freak out about the least of things. I mean, we're going to a resort to have this retreat. And the first thing I think about is, oh my gosh, I don't want anyone to see me in a swimsuit because I have, you know, body image issues and I don't want anybody seeing me and I'm so self-conscious right now. Um, Also, what if I don't wear something that's cool enough? Um, Just worried about fitting in. Um, Am I in high school? Why do I care whether or not I look cool enough? Or even whether or not I fit in? Uh, Who am I? (laughs) That's, That's so silly. And thinking about, are they going to think I'm weird because I don't drink or smoke or you know, certain things, and I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and I was wondering, oh my gosh, am I going to have to share a room with someone, you know, what, wh- what's that going to be like, how, how am I going to share a room with someone, and it, it's weird, because um, when I'm getting dressed, yes, I know the bathroom is completely capable, but I like getting dressed inside and out, like, in the bathroom, and then the rest outside of the bathroom, I mean, I can't do that. How am I going to explain garments? I'm not going to show them my garments, you know? So literally spiraled in my head. So much so to the point where I got I got a migraine. I could not sleep. I literally could not sleep. And for the record, everyone had their own room. So that was great. And it sounds so silly, so insignificant, but I'm worried about this thing and I'm I'm also thinking, oh my gosh. I, I'm not I'm not a manager and I'm being invited, so what's the expectation? Are they going to expect me to say something, you know, profound that completely helps to steer the organization in the right direction because I'm invited? Like it it went on and on and on and I mean these these are the mild things that I'm telling you. Um, the other things were about me actually making the journey because that would probably be the first time that I'm driving so far solo, which it's really not a big deal because I mean, it's just highway, right? It's just driving on a big highway and you eventually get to where you need to go. And it's the, the, as soon as you exit the highway, you just drive probably it's another 20 minute drive and then you're at the resort so i mean it's not a big deal but i'm making it so much bigger than it needs to be it's a mountain oh oh you know it's a mountain out of a molehill and i'm there going through outfits like oh gosh this looks like crap okay i just need to make sure that i'm still modest and i'm just freaking out I am because the truth is a lot of people don't even know that I'm a member of the church. Um, just, and it's not very common where I live to be a member of the church. It's really not. Um, and it has its perceptions. Yeah. So, um, I am, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. I, I mean, my manager knows and I think one other person knows, I can't remember. But nobody else really knows, you know. But anyways, it's fine. 
turns out, you know, the drive was perfectly fine. Even the drive back was amazing. And um, being there, it wasn't weird at all. I actually did end up making one little valuable contribution out of the entire two days, but that's fine. I mean, that's way more than I expected. Um, And I don't know if they really expected that either. I don't think there was pressure like that. I am just psyching myself out. No one was trying to push me to drink, um, even though we were trying to hang out at the bar after when all of us were meeting up. And we met at the bar to then go to our restaurant because we were trying to figure out which restaurant we're all going to eat at as a team and stuff. There was no one pressuring me about trying to drink or anything. It was just like, oh, what are you are drinking? Oh, you know, I'm drinking cranberry juice or a virgin strawberry daiquiri. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That was it. And the beach, no one even went to the beach. <laughs> no one went to the beach. It was just me and... Um, one or two other people that went to the beach nobody went to the beach so me freaking out about do I have enough swimsuits you know is this covering enough all all the things that were in my head it was so silly in retrospect literally I am having um, tension headaches and just as a matter of fact even after I made that quote-unquote meaningful contribution in one of the sessions i felt my leg trembling i i don't even understand why it was trembling because i'm trying to my my leg and um one of my hands it was they were trembling and i'm like why is this what what on earth is going on and you know i'm saying to myself stop stop it's a good thing they were underneath the table so no one saw that but i literally could not stop shaking and I'm saying that to say that's how bad sometimes, you know, this anxiety can get and freaking out and all of these things. And it's really not necessary. You know, sometimes we make things a bit bigger than they really need to be. I know that I, I know that all I had to do was pray about it. And it's funny because the day before no, the the morning that I drove down, the morning of the event, the morning before I made the journey, I made sure that I prayed. Something I didn't do was read my scriptures. That also threw me off a bit. I was having a freak out about that. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't read my scriptures, so the day is going to suck. But, you know, I prayed. I did. And I asked Heavenly Father to just give me what I need. Um, through the Come Follow Me this year, um, this would have been earlier in the year when the Israelites were journeying in the wilderness. We read about them getting their daily manna from the heavens. And it's a similar thing. It's a similar thing. That story in particular stuck with me a lot this year when I um, read it. And it's funny because it's not the first time I've read that, right? But it hit different this year. And I think it's because since 2020, um, my anxiety has gotten really high. And yeah, even though, you know, I've 
I have had therapy and stuff, um, there is still a sense of self-management that is necessary, right? You know, it's it's a part of self-reliance, I, I believe, to be able to be in control of oneself um, as best as you can because clearly there are things that you do need professional help for. I am not disputing that at all. But I do want to limit my reliance on that. So I've been trying to find ways to manage these stressors. And I've really turned to the scriptures a lot. Not, well, to prayer in particular. I, I've, every day, every day, something that I've been trying to do is to ask Heavenly Father for my daily manner. What does that mean? That can mean many different things. Maybe today I need patience. Um, maybe I need more charity. Maybe I need meekness. Um, maybe I need to listen more. Maybe I need to be more productive. Maybe I, whatever it is, there, there are so many things. And I've been praying for that, especially when, because um, I like to plan my days the truth is, I try to plan my week ahead or my month or as as far as I can plan, I do plan. But I definitely subscribe to weekly planning. And then, of course, I revisit every day just to make sure I'm on track or to add things that may adjust the scope of this, this the, the week. And um, I do this not because I'm a type A you know, it, it may feel that way, but that's not it. That's not it at all. To be honest, I if I left it to my natural man, I would literally just be on the couch every day eating Doritos and letting the place burn down. Seriously, that's 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 my natural man. And I fight against that every day. And for me to do that, the one thing I can do is to um, hold myself accountable with um, some form of planning or organizational tool, right? Whether it's a physical planner or um, a digital planner or uh, some productivity tool like task management, project management. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, I used to use, I used to use um, physical planners. I loved that. I I love writing things down, but then. Um, because my life got a little bit dynamic, um, I started doing a lot of things on the cloud. So I really enjoy, um, SaaS tools, you know, software as a service tools. So I tend to use a project management software to kind of streamline my life, like work and personal activities and all of those things to, to help me to stay on track. So anyways, back to what I'm saying. I really do recommend praying to Heavenly Father and asking him for daily manna because each day has its own nuance and sometimes you're aware of how things might go because maybe you have a particular meeting, maybe you know that you're going to go to a particular place or event or something so you kind of have an idea of how the day might turn out but then there are other times when things just you know just randomly 
um, fall into your lap. It could be at work. It could be personally, like with your kids or um, with your spouse or friends, other relatives, anything. And you're just not prepared mentally, energetically, um, emotionally. You're just not prepared physically. But I found that praying to Heavenly Father and asking him to just give me just give me what I need for today. I'm not asking for tomorrow. I'm not asking for a week from now. Just give me what I need for today to just make today a 10, right? And it's funny, I do this um, wellness tracking where how did I feel today? Is today a 10? Is it a, It's on a scale of 1 to 10. And I know every day isn't going to be a 10. However, I've been trying to practice this I guess sense of gratitude where okay you know the day is a 10 because I'm alive and you know heavenly father wants me to be here today you know and then in my prayers I'm I'm asking heavenly father to help me to see all the 10s in today because I can get really obsessive where I will see I will have a great day like okay so I wake up generally around 4 30 every morning 4 30 a.m every morning and me and I go to bed probably by I try to go to bed like about 9 30 p.m um that's ideal sometimes that doesn't happen sometimes it's later but I could be up from 4 30 a.m and I'm having a really good day all the way up to maybe 8 30 and then something happens at 8 30 that just sours my mood <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking about from 8 30 all the way to almost 9 30 and that sucks you know and so I've been trying to kind of snap out of that because it's not healthy it's really not healthy it's not easy either it's it's just not healthy something that helps me to do that I'm not perfect at it and I don't do it well every day but something that helps me to do that is to pray to ask heavenly father to give me what i need for today because he can see today tomorrow and the future i can't give me what i need to make today a 10 and you know help me to see the tens in the day so that i don't go to bed focusing on the ones and the twos and the threes of the day but all in all the trip went well um I am tempted to freak out right now because I have some work that's due in a couple of days. And, you know, I don't do work on a Sunday. Since I became a member of the church, that was, I guess, one of my commitments, you know, to Heavenly Father that I'm really going to try as best as possible to honor the Sabbath day. Um, and I faltered before of course. It's been such a huge struggle for me over the past, maybe, um, I want to say the past two years, to really honor that um, in its entirety. It's hard sometimes. I'm really trying. And I guess that's also one of the reasons I decided to record these podcasts on a Sunday, so that it can help me to focus on 
the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it has helped my life and hopefully inspire other people to recommit I guess to the gospel yeah so I am here (laughs) yeah so you know so I really do try not to do work or anything like that on the Sabbath that does not mean I'm not freaking out because this thing is due the end of Tuesday right so it's Sunday right now and this is due on Tuesday and I just have Monday and Tuesday to get this done and I also feel like I don't have a clue what I'm doing or what I'm supposed to put in this piece of content that I'm creating because it's going to be part of a larger report and I don't want to suck and I (laughs) you know I, I don't want to ruin it for everybody else and I'm saying these things out loud they sound silly but the reality is these are some of the things that I do struggle with and I'm not sure how many of you listening um have those kind of struggles or maybe similar struggles with anxiety and it sometimes can be really crippling it can but I do try to center myself and remember that I don't have to do this alone that I can pray to Heavenly Father and ask him to give me what I need to make this happen and another thing that I wanted to say it's probably going to sound very offensive and I don't mean it that way but anxiety makes you really self-centered and I don't mean that as you're a bad person I just mean that you're always looking inward because I'm always in my head. I'm always in my head about things, right? I'm always in my head about things. And that's the thing, especially with the gospel. It is not meant to be something that makes you very inward and in your head and all about you. That's actually not what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. It is about, you know, um, working on your salvation, of course, but also um, through your efforts, you are also helping others to come unto Christ, Um, whether it's through direct missionary efforts or you are just being a good human being, you know, and it's very hard to be able to do that if you are not being observant or if you're if you're very inward and thinking about yourself and your problems and exacerbating them in your head it doesn't afford you the time or even the energy or the awareness to see those around you who really could use your help, really could use your talents, really could use your gifts, really could use um, your knowledge just 
your abilities, it does prevent us from serving in a meaningful way. And I'm calling myself out on that because I know that a lot of the issues that I have, I am very much in my head and you know, there's people there are people around me, even, you know, my family, like my parents, who do need help. Financial is one way and I am actively trying to work on that right now. But aside from that, sometimes it's just wanting your time in some way or um just to be a sounding board or just to listen to them talk about their stories or things like that things that don't really they don't really take as much as we think and so that's something that I need to work on for sure being able to be present to help others there are two people that reached out to me last week actually that asked me to help them with something um and it's because I've already gone through those kind of courses already not the same course necessarily but um similar course of study or discipline so I'm more knowledgeable in those areas and they're doing that and they've asked me to assist in some way and my natural reaction is to say well, my natural thought, I, I should say, it, it, the reaction is in my head. My natural reaction is, oh no, I can't, I can't. I don't have bandwidth for this right now, I cannot. And I have to fight that feeling because that's not true. It's not true. Yes, it will require some inconvenience on my side. Yes, it will require me to... Um give up some time that I would otherwise spend I don't know maybe laying on a couch watching YouTube or something I don't know I feel better knowing that this is something that I can do that probably won't take me more than an hour out of my week to just help this person um get a better grade in something that's it that's all I have to do and it's so interesting to me how I think these are some subtle ways that the adversary tries to play on our weaknesses I'm not saying anxiety is is from him or something that's just those are just one of the trials that I have to go through right you know anxiety depression things like that those are just our trials but he is aware that these are our weaknesses or trials and he literally tries to get at us in those moments in those low moments especially you know so that we can think that there's nothing more that we can do you know we're not good enough this is it don't try too hard don't try to push yourself out of this situation. Don't, you know, don't try to improve your circumstance in any way, shape or form. And I think he really does play on those 
emotions and you know the psychology of it um i'm pretty sure he has like a phd in that psychology thing it really is for us to find ways to counteract those feelings whether it is that we can do it through doing some sort of breathing exercise or meditation or with prayer or by reaching out to um, other people for support like your family, friends, other support groups or even getting professional help, um, that's fine too. But it's not enough for us to stay there. Um, it doesn't feel good. Well, I don't know, but I just know it doesn't feel good and I wouldn't. I don't want to stay in the dumps and you know I spiraled a whole lot um in the last year I did I really spiraled last year and because of that I stopped reading scriptures I stopped praying I stopped doing many things I didn't want to go outside because you know I was working remotely I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want anyone to see me. I didn't want to see anyone. I just didn't want to do anything. I'm not saying that I'm completely over that feeling. I'm not. But, I mean, hmm. I guess I don't want to waste away. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't particularly want to waste away. Um, because then I feel worse. When I see a month goes by and I'm like, wow, I did absolutely nothing last month. There's nothing exciting. There's nothing meaningful or worthwhile. And I don't want another month to go by doing that. And I don't want to blame my circumstance for that. So I'm trying. Um, in my scripture study this morning, I was in Alma, um, Alma chapter 58 to be exact. And there are a few verses that really stood out to me. Of course, these are the war chapters. So, you know, Captain Moroni is in the middle of war with the Lamanites for however many years. And there were, um, in this particular chapter it talks about um Helaman actually and his army of the sons of the people of Ammon you know those stripling warriors well let me let me just read it right I'll, I'll just read it so I'm actually just going to read verses 10 to 12 so this is Alma chapter 58 verses 10 to 12 Therefore, we did pour out our souls in prayer to God that he would strengthen us and deliver us out of the hands of our enemies. Yea, and also give us strength that we might retain our cities and our lands and our possessions for the support of our people. Yea, and it came to pass that the Lord our God did visit us with assurances that he would deliver us. Yea, insomuch that he did speak peace to our souls and did grant unto us great faith, and did cause us that we should hope for our deliverance in him. And we did take courage with our small force which we had received, and were fixed with a determination to conquer our enemies, 
and to maintain our lands and our possessions and our wives and our children and the cause of our liberty. I'm going to be very honest with you. I generally don't really like reading the war chapters, so I tend to just kind of breeze through them. But this was probably the first time I'm actually reading something in these war chapters that really resonated with me. I mean, normally people will share, you know, verses that they like and I see it and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. But this is the first time I'm actually reading something and it spoke to me personally. And it said to me that, you know, in our times of difficulty, in our times of struggle, in our times of strife and grief and just chaos we need to pour out our whole souls to heavenly father and ask him to deliver us and he will answer he will answer you know um elder renland in the october conference this year said that you know he was talking about revelation and he said that you know if we ask we will receive i'm paraphrasing and it's very true so if we pray to heavenly father and pour out our whole souls to him he will answer us he will answer us the deliverance may not come immediately but he will answer us and he will speak peace to our hearts he will increase our faith and you know he will help us to find that courage that we need to do what we need to do to help our situation in any way until the deliverance that he promises will come comes so i think this podcast episode has gone on long enough (laughs) and i'm hoping that through the chaos of everything that I said, that something, something stuck, something good, let me say that, something good came out of this for you. Again, this is totally unscripted, and I'm saying this as a disclaimer so that you don't feel like I am just complete trash, but it's it's just meant to be very vulnerable and authentic and i hope that maybe some of you listening out there can see yourself in this podcast episode even just a little and to those people i would say try it try praying just try it i will bear you my testimony that i know that heavenly father lives Jesus Christ is our savior and that they love us beyond measure and that if we reach out to them with our whole souls, right? If we reach out to them with our whole soul, they will come to our aid. They will comfort us and rescue us in our time of need. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.